Good morning. All right. I say, do you know what? I say good morning. I probably should start with a good morning, good afternoon, good evening, because, you know, this is on demand and around the world. How are we all doing? Welcome in to twitch.tv forward slash ice cream uploads. How is the audio? Audio good? Nice. Thanks, Madge. What a guy. What a guy. Cool, Anne. Good morning. Uh, Mr. Mayan Kel, aka Mike, says, um, <clears throat> morning. It's been a while. It has been a while. Hopefully you're good. How's uni coming along? Um... Madge says almost 11-ish. It is almost 11-ish. It's Tuesday, in fairness, but yes, it is almost 11-ish. Tuesday, I mean, most days we can hit 11-ish, to be fair, but Tuesday is the day where we're most likely going to do that, most consistently anyway. But anyway, good morning. Mr. Gary Clark says morning. I'll reach Plum Rico. How's things, dude? How are you doing? How, how's 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 things? How's, how's it going? How's it going? Uh, Lake says hello. How's the PS4? Uh, PS5, Lake. How's the PS5? Is it beautiful? Is it everything you imagined? Is it worth the 12 months of pre-ordering it and, and being shafted by local retailers and stuff? What, what are you saying? Um, Lakes, I started Football Manager on Xbox as it came to Game Pass, and first thing uh, that is awful to do is accept privacy policy. Uh, pardon me? Um, I've, yeah, I just... I mean, just just accept, fuck it. That's that, I mean that phase now where just fuck. I mean cookies never in a million years. Privacy policy, yeah, whatever. <laughs> Even though I probably should be checking that one too. But there you go. Never mind. Uh, Gagad says, "Good morning, gents. I'll read. How's Tuesday? How's Tuesday for you, Gagad?" Um, Lake says, "Not really convinced about this one." Plumerico, all good in the hood, pal. Don't know yet. Haven't had time to use it much. Uh, no, I mean it was almost impossible to accept it. Ah, oh, okay, okay. Uh, yeah, I mean that's that's the thing about Game Pass. Yeah, they, they make you think you can play the games. It's just loads of games that you can't actually start. That's that's the swizz. That's the swizz. Uh, but anyway, welcome in, welcome in. My name is Graham, and this in is beautiful. Insert coin. Uh, what does the W stand for? Actually, I was going to say is is Elder Scrolls hoodie with a W on it, but I don't know what the W stands for. What does it stand for? Uh, which is which is in Yorkshire. There you go. You, you're welcome. <laughs> um, uh, Mr. T says, love that we get to see more of Bibby's face. This is the um, the co-op cam. Usually Bibby shows you more of the setup behind him, but we're in co-op cam face. It's good. It's good. Um, but yeah, there you go. He just doesn't want to show off his lights. Bibby's silent. It's not. It's, it's absolutely not because his microphone is muted by my end. It's it's him just speaking really, really quietly. Isn't that right, Bib? <laughs> that was the the least convincing. <laughs> like it was like, isn't isn't that right, Bib? And rather than actually making words with his mouth, Bib goes. <laughs> my bad. Winterhold. There you go. So no, nobody heard you say Winshire anyway, so it's fine. It's fine. It sounds like I said it. There you go. There you go. Bibby with stuff. Nice. Nice. Anyway, welcome in, everyone. My name is Graham. This is Bib, and we are Ice Cream Uploads. In true ice creamy fashion, this is The Scoop, the UK's number one video game podcast, even if we do say so ourselves. We're going to give you our thoughts and our impressions over the biggest, the best, and the breaking stories in the world of video games over the next hour or so. And we want your thoughts and impressions on our thoughts and impressions. That's kind of how this works. Anyway, we go live each and every single weekday, don't look at your clock, at 10am on twitch.tv forward slash ice cream uploads. 
ish. 10 a.m. ish. Uh, it's now 10.57. Um, anyway, it's important that if you are with us live on Twitch, that you get involved in the chat because we turn this live stream into a podcast, a video for YouTube, and an audio podcast on iTunes, Spotify, SoundCloud, Google Play. You know the places. Um, so if you were in the chat, please feel free. As you guys do each and every single morning, which we hugely appreciate, uh, please feel free to jump in and use your voice on behalf of everyone watching and listening on demand a little bit later on. Um, first things first. Exclamation mark loot drop. Um, chatbot should be alive. If somebody just wants to type that into the chat, exclamation mark loot drop. Uh, that will let you know that we do a monthly giveaway that's exclusive to subscribers of the channel. So if you subscribe to the channel, not only do you get emotes and bits like that, but you also get the chance to win a prize uh, every month. One person gets a lucky prize. This month's prize is a copy of Valheim on PC, but if you don't play on PC or you don't want to play Valheim, we'll give you something else instead. Valheim is just, you know, to make 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 the branded look a bit different so people can see. Nice. So yeah, we're giving away a video game. Potentially Valheim. Nice. Um, as well as that exclamation mark insert coin, as you can tell, Bibi is wearing insert coin clothing because we are part of the insert coin stream family and we will be streaming on insert coin channel, I believe two weeks tomorrow as we finish a way out so if anyone wants to join us uh, for the second part of a way out it'll be a three-hour evening stream wednesday evening um is it next week okay maybe next week i don't know <laughs> um but it, it might be oh there you go two weeks tomorrow that's exactly it? so so you did you not say that what the hell is happening to my calendar my calendar's saying it's... Uh, oh, okay, my date format has screwed up on my calendar. It's turned around for some reason. It's now saying, like... Let me fix that. There we go. I was, like, I was like saying it, uh, reading it as the um, uh, third of the... Uh, yeah, I'm thinking it was the third. Anyway, there we go. Fixed! It's not September! <laughs> Great. Nice. Uh, you still can't hear Bib? Okay, Bibby, say something. Okay. Okay, this is well weird. Bibi's audio is not working. Uh, I can hear you, yeah, yeah. Let me try that again. Strange. Okay, I'll do it manually. Click, 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 click. Can you hear Bibi now? Say something. <gasps> oh, yeah, you can. I can see the audio levels. For some reason... That was yeah. just not working. Um, my Stream Deck filters weren't working. Let me just... Sorry, tinkering on stream. One second. Oh, okay, my, my Stream Deck multi-actions just stopped working. It is working now, but I'll have to do it manually. So there you go. <laughs> <clears throat> anyway, good morning. Good morning. Good morning. So we will be streaming next week uh, on Insert Coin because it's absolutely not uh, the 3rd of September, as my calendar was telling me. And <laughs> do you know what? It's, I've been in lockdown for 12 months. I don't know what month it is. It could be the 3rd of September for all I know. But anyway, next Thursday, we will be going live with the second... Next Wednesday, we'll go live with the second part of our um, Away Out playthrough. So if you want to join us for that, nice. We will see you there. Let's jump into the Scoop split screen. Um, there we are. Hey, nameplate's on. Nice. Everything seems to be working in that sense. Just the microphones. Um, okay, let's jump into the chat. Bibby is still silent. Uh, still can't hear, Bib. Speak up, Bibby. Um, yeah, that was my stream deck has, has crapped the bed. Um, it all went, went wrong with the stream deck yesterday. I ran the disco lights for... Oh, actually, if Tito is here... Is, actually, is, is his name in the chat? Mm, no, he's not. I'm not going to use Tito's uh, disco lights request from yesterday because he's not here to benefit from it. So, yeah, there you go. Tito, Let's... is it? I'm sure I've seen his name before. Is it? I... 
I can't see it. Scrolling, 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 yeah. scrolling. This is the most sense Bibby's made in ages. <laughs> oh, there we go. I've scrolled up too far. Okay, well, Tito is here, so let me see if it works. Hey, tss, 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 tss. some reason it just doesn't go as fast anymore that's as good as you get it's a nice pacey disco rather than a rave <laughs> um i mean okay jumping back through up uh write things to notes and show them to the camera yeah that's how we get <laughs> that's how we get the words out of bib uh uh literally says hey how do i donate uh do you really want to donate do you really want to donate, or is this a trick question? Uh, oh, we have another Disco Lights from Pipkulees. Okay, well, let's get the disco going. Should we play some Radical Heights theme tune as well for Bib as well? You know, you know. Why not? Get why not? I mean, I can't get the benefit of it, but yeah, why not? <laughs> okay, we'll leave it. We'll leave it. All right, calm down. Stop going on about with me. Um, uh, anyway, should we jump into some news? I think we should jump into some news. It's probably good if we jump into some news. Um refreshing my chrome sources so we are good um if anyone does want to donate i don't know if that was a serious question or not. i think there's a panel down below but we don't ask for donations very often so i don't actually know i think below the stream there is a donation link down there um actually do you know what let, let me check this is how little i know like exclamation mark donate does, does that even exist donate Oh, it does. Hey, there you go. That's how you donate. <laughs> oh, we have been greedy in the past at one point in time because we set up a donate. No, it's, no, it's, it's not greedy. It's getting, it's getting your worth. But still, we don't ask for donations too often. If you want to send them, we'd absolutely love them, but we don't ask for them. Um, in the meantime, though, what we do ask is that you get involved with the news as we have uh, some stories for us to go through, starting with this one. Microsoft's Bethesda acquisition has been approved by the EU. This is written by Sharif Saeed at VG247. It says, the European Commission has given Microsoft Microsoft and ZeniMax the go-ahead necessary for their merger. Uh, the European Commission has officially approved Microsoft's $7.5 billion acquisition of, Beth uh, of Bethesda parent company ZeniMax. Uh, interestingly, the $7.5 billion uh, is exactly what Bibi requested just to appear on this morning's show. You know, Bibi 2 Lambos over there. This is what it's about. Anyway, Microsoft <laughs> had asked for the uh, EC's approval earlier in February, a process all mergers of this scale have to go through to clear any antitrust concerns. The European Commission's website reveals that the decision was made on March the 5th, uh, which matches the initial deadline set by the regulator. The ruling to approve the deal also doesn't come with any conditions. This puts Microsoft one step closer to closing the deal and gaining control of several high-profile studios under the Bethesda slash ZeniMax umbrella, including, of course, Skyrim and Fallout developer Bethesda Game Studios, Dishonored's Arcane, Wolfenstein teams at Machine Games, and several more. Uh, while Microsoft did confirm that existing PlayStation exclusivity deals, such as those made for Deathloop and Ghostwire Tokyo, will be honoured. It's not clear whether future games will continue to be multi-platform. Xbox, Xbox, oh my god, Xbox boss Phil Spencer. I can see that honestly. I literally can. It's it's not my mouth uh, fails every time. Uh, and Xbox boss Phil Spencer <laughs> previously hinted that they may, may be locked to Xbox slash PC, saying that Microsoft could recoup its seven point five billion dollar investment without having to publish the company's games on non Xbox platforms. But Bethesda game studio head Todd Howard said it would be hard to imagine the Elder Scrolls being a console exclusive. So time will tell. So, babe, Microsoft Bethesda acquisition, mm -hmm. as everyone kind of expected, has uh, yeah. been approved by the EU. What are your thoughts on that? Yeah, and it's kind of inevitable at this point. We were just waiting for the confirmation for it to come through. Again, I don't think this is an entirely bad deal. 
Um, I, I mean, I think there'll probably be more people wondering what games are going to be left in limbo now and what, what the surprises may entail with this one. Obviously, they said they're going to honour a few games. But what does that leave the ones over the next three or four years? Who knows? Um, again, I'll, I'll, I'll state that I, I think it'll be dumb for them to be able to keep a lot of games on just solely the Xbox. I mean, again, it, this is trading over. You could go over episode 58, 110, like just keep on going back through them. We'll end up saying the same thing about it. I still think it makes more business I know we, sense for we're, we're finger on the pulse and sometimes get news before other people do. But but episode 58, that would have been a long time ago if we were talking about this. <laughs> <laughs> Microsoft, like, how do they know? Um, but yeah, it's, it's, I think I don't think it'll be wise for them to be able to keep these games on one single console, um, especially the console that uh, I'm going to state this in air quotes for those that are listening on to this. Uh, on audio services, uh, the weaker the the weaker console, the least selling console. It makes no sense for just keep it on the Xbox. I mean, you'd be able to play it on the on Games Pass on PC, which is perfect for someone like me who doesn't own an Xbox. Um, but to keep the likes of Doom, the likes of Elder Scrolls, uh, I mean, Prey can do every once if it feels like it. But you're keeping those kind of games on one single console, especially one that hasn't sold as well as the competition, kind of doesn't make any sense. Um, but again, it's entirely up to them what they want to do with that franchise. Um, if it, the easy way of doing it, and probably the most sensical way, is probably make it a timed exclusive on Xbox, and then see how the sales do from that. But I can guarantee, as soon as it moves over to the likes of PlayStation, it, eventually it's going to move over to the Nintendo Switch as well, like we did see with Skyrim. If it can hold it, um, those kind of games will sell more on the other consoles, especially ones consoles that are selling exceptionally well. Like Xbox at the moment, I think is a little bit easier to get hold of. And I'm saying that without any information apart from I see PlayStation selling out a hell of a lot faster and the Xbox stays live longer on websites. But in terms of trying to, you know, get a hold of a PlayStation 5, it seems to be near impossible at this moment in time. But it's a, it's something that Microsoft have heavily, heavily, heavily uh, bought into. So it's up to them what they want to do with it and who am I to say what they think their best business practice is when I don't know all of the information. It just seems a bit far-fetched to potentially keep it on a console that isn't selling as well as the competition does, especially for a franchise that's been on PlayStation since forever. I mean, we didn't have Morrowind on the uh, PlayStation 3, uh, PlayStation 2 or PlayStation 3. They were just, Morrowind was just on the, the original Xbox and PC at the time, so... Yeah, they have got farm for making exclusive games, um, but that was a long, long time ago before a lot of more money was available to them. Yeah. <clears throat> it's interesting to see whenever this story comes back to the fore, uh, that the pitchforks all come out. The the console wars, the fanboys unite on both sides. Um, so as this was coming out yesterday... I did what I usually tend to do, which is not deep, uh, not dive very deep, but dive into the comments on on these kind of things because you just guarantee you pick any post by Microsoft or PlayStation specifically when it comes to something that's pushing their own brand, then you'll get their own fanboys going, "Yeah, yeah, our uh, our dick's bigger than yours," and then you'll get other people going, "Yeah, but your dick's pretty small, really, isn't it?" Because ours is bigger than yours, and it's pretty much just like like willy waving and measuring up against each other and and um so i did a quick scan across the news articles and it was it was um it was 
putrid filth, really, because it was just basically people saying um, uh, the, the gist that I got from my very uh, shallow dive was um, it mentions within this article where let me see if I can find the bit. So um, while Microsoft did confirm that existing PlayStation exclusive deals such as those made for Deathloop and Ghostwire Tokyo will be honoured. I mean, PlayStation fanboys are there going, yeah, we're still getting your games first, though, aren't we? And it's like, and? And? Great. Okay, great. What does that matter? Something that was previously announced is still happening. That does What? Okay, great. Um, if if they really wanted to, they could stop that. So shut your mouth. And then on the other side of the coin, you've got the Xbox players going, yeah, yeah, your PlayStation tears, pounds are paying for all our stuff. Yeah, you give us all your money. And it's like, for fuck's sake, is it that petty? I mean, it is that petty. We know it's that petty. We've seen it be that petty. It's just mm -hmm. for such a big, like, tectonic shift in the industry, $7.5 billion of shift, that's twice the size of um, the Lucasfilm Star Wars merger that uh, uh, that Disney paid for, it's huge. Yeah. Um, to, so to see something of that size and ha like, rather than picking apart the implications of what that could be, is is that um, Bethesda, which is a huge studio, suddenly getting a company that can spend seven point five billion dollars? Does that mean that? The Elder Scrolls or Doom or or Starfield or anything, do these suddenly become much, much bigger and better games? So we were talking about it last week. Mediatonic was purchased by excuse me, it was purchased by Epic Games last week. And we were talking about how how that's good. It opens doors for Mediatonic that they they probably could have forced open uh, with their success, but Epic the doors don't need forcing open. They're already open, and it's like, yeah, yeah, come in. These opportunities await, and and nobody like nobody that is fans of these games is talking about what this means for the games. I mean, I say that nobody that's fans. Okay, take that back. Um, nobody in these fanboys wars that are fans of these games are talking about how this benefits them. It's always a focus on sticking the finger up at someone else. It's like get over it. It's a huge, mm -hmm. huge. Moment that should be celebrated. So, yeah. And um, well, we, we will celebrate. We will celebrate. Let them just have their little fights and squabbles. That that is their game, I suppose. Yeah. It, it, we like to go out and and slap people left, right, and center on a digital football pitch as we did last uh, night. Well, yesterday afternoon on stream. So if that's where we play our games, if you want to play it on on the comments on Twitch and on YouTube and on Twitter and wherever, just having a pop at the other side, then then so be it. But I'm gonna sneeze. So over to you, babe. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I would absolutely love nothing more than to be able to own both next-gen consoles. The likelihood is I'll probably get the Xbox Series S uh, at some point, because obviously it's the cheap one. It's not going to be my main console, but there is going to be games on there that I actually want to play. And again, the Games Pass library is remarkable for the amount that you pay for it. Um, so it makes sense for me to be able to do that eventually. I do have a PC, so I can play those games. So again, I've got access to be able to do so, but other people don't. I just find it weird that the, the console wars is an app is a thing like i i admit i'm on i i buy into the playstation straight away now does that make me a fanboy i don't know but i just yes. know from I, I know that i've built up a library of games over the last <clears throat> i don't know 10 years so i'm kind of in that ecosystem same way that most people wouldn't even think about buying a playstation because their ecosystem is built on over over at xbox it doesn't mean to say that they absolutely adore that console more than anything and they are an absolute fanboy it's just because they've probably invested like two thousand pounds worth of games into that console that you cannot transfer over to the like when i had me for xbox 360 and i moved over to the playstation 4 I, my library had to start again 
because that's what I, I was an Xbox guy. I didn't have I, did, I had a PlayStation Three for a very brief time um, until uh, <laughs> I bricked my play my Xbox Three Sixty, and then I sold my PS Three to get another Xbox Three Sixty. <laughs> we won't go into the details as to why that happened. If but... anyone joined us for the start of yesterday's show, <laughs> welcome to. Uh, now we know how he pays for the two Lambos. We now we know how he pays for his two Lambos. <laughs> if J tagging means anything to anyone, yeah, that's that's what it was. Um, but yeah, I had to obviously sell that one. But I had to start my entire PlayStation collection again. Um, but it's it, it is what it is. Uh, the, the exclusives on PlayStation are much better at this moment in time. Is that why they've bought Bethesda to try and boost that that catalog up? Obviously, they wouldn't have invested that much money into it. But I think the 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 whole business sense is they don't imagine if they just released it onto Xbox. Like Bethesda, it, it just wouldn't be worth the money that they're paying for it because the, the it would take forever to recoup the money that they would have ended up paying and just to try and balance the books. They would sell, they'd end up getting that money back faster by releasing them all the consoles. But again, they wouldn't have bought it for no reason. So a timed exclusive and it'd be available on Games Pass is probably the best bet for them. Um, but again, I am not a finance person. I don't know their finances. I don't, I'm not a boardroom member, so I don't know what the hell's going on inside the boardrooms. But it, don't, you don't, it is don't say it is. stuff like that because literally there's like tens of accountants that watch this on the morning. If you say you're not a finance person, they are leaving this this Twitch chat. So don't see stuff like that. I just want to also point out that yeah. we um we are very much not biased and we don't side with any mm-hmm. side of the uh the spectrum as he just hits. love games oh boo, it didn't work as not as clearly as I, as I wanted i've just hit the uh the blue light button in my room so the lights have changed blue but because there's the nano leaf on it's quite bright it doesn't really <laughs> change so i wanted to change the whole room blue and go no we aren't signed with any of them <laughs> i wonder if green would have worked better we see green. I, I just yeah, love games. Exactly. It's like yeah, if you want to buy, if you want to play a Nintendo game, you have to buy a Nintendo console. Just, just, just buying a Nintendo console mean that you're just a, an absolute Nintendo fan, but you don't care about whatever console. Of course, it doesn't. I have a Nintendo Switch. I have a PlayStation Five. I have a PC that can play Xbox games. I just love playing games. There is always going to be console exclusives. It's just sometimes I have to buy a new console to be able to play them. Um, but it is what it is. Um, that's how they make their money. And I'm not going to berate them for that because you get your money, boy. Sorry, I'm, I may be tinkering with the lights, trying to stop them being blue or green now. It's fine. It's okay. Uh, Bonsai Pirate, thank you very much for the uh, hosts. We appreciate the support with the stream. And everyone else in the chat, thank you very much. Okay, let's jump back through and see what other people are saying then. Um, uh, fanboys for days. Um, that's what we call our little posse for me and the family. We call them the fanboys for the days. So there you go. Cheers, cheers, cheers for the shout out for the fanboys for the days. Nice, nice, nice. Um, uh, Plum Rico says the Bethesda games will become exclusive. Exclusive? Exclusive? even to Game Pass in the f- the future in the same way Netflix makes movies slash shows etc that are exclusive to Netflix Amazon do the same see I I don't think that will happen um, but I would not be surprised if it did I'd, it, I think obviously the way they'd get around the exclusivity phrasing which is absolutely not getting around it at all is no they're not exclusive to Xbox they're also coming out on PC which would also be be under the Xbox Game Pass banner as well, or it would just come out on Steam as well. I think I can see it definitely being an Xbox and PC thing. I wouldn't be surprised mm-hmm. if they did cut off PlayStation. They would definitely keep the PC market open as well, but I don't think that mm-hmm. will happen. I th- I think they will keep the options open because um, the way we've spoke about it a few times, it's easier to make 
riskier decisions when you're in second place. When you're in first place in the in the industry, which which Sony are in terms of console sales, software sales, and so on, hardware and software. Um, you don't rock the boat. You keep things as they are, which is what causes you to become stale, which become, causes you to become outdated. You don't keep moving forward. Whereas Xbox are moving forward out of a, out of a need of necess- uh, necessity, maybe as much as them wanting to as well. PlayStation had to do the same um, in the last generation and did that. Um, Xbox are now in the uh, situation where they need to move forward. And with that whole logic of um, trying to get more... Uh, profit out of the other side of the market trying to get more of a foothold trying to change perceptions and opinions xbox have done that incredibly well forcing through crossplay when sony had bullshit mm-hmm. excuses for it um oh we want to protect the children yeah all right yeah of course no what you want to protect is your profits and xbox have pushed that through and i think i think xbox will make it open to the to the whole of market i, I think they could keep it off and i wouldn't be surprised if they keep it to themselves but i think you we're probably more looking at either timed exclusives uh, for a short while, maybe even some timed exclusives up to a year, although I'm not so sure about that. Um, I think it's more a case of, if not timed exclusives, it's probably more likely that we will see content exclusives. Uh, so like we saw Spider-Man in uh, Marvel's Avengers on PlayStation, but we mm-hmm. don't get that on the Xbox. I think we might see some stuff like that or it'll just be the Game Pass incentive of spend 70 quid on PlayStation, get it for free, air quotes free, on Xbox. And I think that <laughs> that is where um, where we'll see it go. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if they do if we do have the Amazon uh, set up, as you were saying, um, Plum Rico, but I, I think, yeah, I, I think they will be a bit smarter than that. Maybe not. I mean, not that it's not smart. There's profit. They, they will crunch numbers and see where the profits are either way. I think they're keeping the whole of market open is where I see them going. But we will see. We will see. Um, Mad says, let's be honest. We only get a console so that we are personally invested in the console fanboy wars. Exactly. That's why I bought two PlayStations, just so people know. Just so they know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I actually want an Xbox Series S just so I can play my, my PS2 games on a nice resolution and not have to use emulators because for some reason, well, you can run RetroArch on Xbox because it's got developer mode. Uh, and anyone who follows Shales on Twitter will know that you can play all the old PES games on the Xbox Series S pretty much flawlessly. And that excites me more than anything, having to dig out my HDMI connector from a PS2 so I can play it downstairs. I'll be able to stream it so much better um, than using the emulator on my PC because my PC is running a bit old now. So it's starting to chug a little bit more. But yeah, those <laughs> getting an Xbox Series S to be able to play PS2 games, who'd have thought it? Just to let you know, I've just had a Stock Informer update that there is... Um, PS5s available at Amazon. So if you're after a PS5 and you're online, go to Amazon right now and you might get one. Um, last time they went on Amazon, add it to your wish list and then add it to your basket from your wish list and it was quicker. So if anyone gets one, go for it. Let us know. Let us know. Um, but yeah, uh, Xbox Series S and X, as Bibi were talking about, they were all online as well yeah. this morning as well. So if anyone hasn't had any joys today grabbing consoles, do let us know. Um, let me jump back mm-hmm. through the comments then so we can catch up and move ahead. Um, Mr. Jim Butters, are we? Oh, pretty thick and fast now, aren't they? Yeah, a lot, a lot, a lot quicker. Um, 
<clears throat> I think that's because production hasn't stopped again. Um, so we will slowly start to get the trickle. Things will just be in motion. Um, so, yeah, I, I wouldn't mm. be surprised if the pace does pick up a bit now. Um, there will always be console wars, but it's even more toxic because of social media. But this is a big move for all concerned. Obviously, there will still be multi-platform games because money. Uh, but interesting to see what Microsoft has it up its sleeves for exclusives. Yeah, I'd love to see how they, they roll that out. Like, like I say, is it going to be exclusive bits of content which is anti-consumer and microsoft have said they don't like that stuff in the past having spider-man only on the playstation in marvel is anti-consumer as much as as much as it benefits me being a playstation user primarily it's still anti-consumer because not everyone gets it um and i don't like anti-consumer i don't like timed exclusives or content exclusives if they want to put full price game on playstation and then free air quotes on game pass that is an anti-consumer that's that's purely uh, delivering to the platforms and uh, gaming mechanisms that are out there. I, I'm, I'm completely on board for that sort of stuff. Um, uh, da, 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 da. Fanboy stuff is one thing I hate about any community, says Gary. You get it with DC and Marvel as well. Pathetic. Yeah, yeah, no, completely. DC is pathetic. Marvel is so much better. Losers. Yeah. I'm joking, I'm joking, I'm joking. Um... Uh, where... He means it as well. He means it, ladies and gentlemen. No, I don't. Let me just turn around and grab my Iron Man helmet and do the rest of the show as Tony Stark. <laughs> pew, 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 pew. You want a billionaire playboy philanth uh, philanthropist? Fuck this, Bruce Wayne. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, um, uh, I say, as a mature ex-boner, suck it, nerds. Nice input from Tito. Nice. <laughs> Matt says, Atari till I die. Atari till I die. Uh, spectrum rules. Okay. Okay. Well, well uh, which spectrum? I mean, you've got, you've got to specify. You've got to specify. Uh, as a former accountant, I am out, says Pirate. Fuck's sake, babe. <laughs> you've got to tell people you're a numbers man. You can't, you can't say I'm not a numbers man. God. Uh, when the 360 ruled, Sony said exclusives were Sorry. bad for the industry. Now PlayStation are king. Strangely, it's Microsoft saying exclusives are bad. Not sure I can see a pattern. Exactly, that is the pattern. It's it's purely feeding own agendas. There is a huge element of PR and lip service. Also, the powers that be change. So the people that are in charge of, in charge of Microsoft now, um, so the Xbox bosses, are arguably better than previous Xbox bosses. Um, and likewise, the decision-making, the shifting of focus from uh, being territory-led to other territory-led, as well as the individual staff in those territories, does have huge impacts on the, on those decisions. Um, but always take it with a pinch, because if they go, exclusives are bad, <laughs> I think you'll find, anti-consumer, <laughs> but then they're only one decision away from making uh, another anti-consumer move. So all of that stuff, I, I like it when they come out and say it, but I always will always take it with a pinch because it's business at the end of the day. It's nice to have the right um, take on being doing what's good for your consumers, delivering content to everyone, giving everyone a fair shout and, and sharing and celebrating the creativity. But there is always an underlying business element. It's just a matter of how far that goes. So I agree. I agree. Um, Mr. T says, Xbox 360 was my console of choice during that generation as well. That said, still had a PS3 and played it quite a bit. Last gen was PS4, but still played Xbox One quite a bit. This gen so far, I prefer PS5, but still play my Series X quite a bit. Games! I love the games. You're not allowed to like both sides of the, uh, <laughs> the coin, Mr. T. You pick a side in the war. 
God, you cannot be video gamingly ambiguous. It's not allowed. Um, weirdly enough, I was 360 for age and Xbox One, but most of my mates moved to PS4. Um, so it meant that things slowly ended up moving across and I haven't switched on my Xbox in a long time. Do you know, I'm kind of the same. I am um, a little bit of both of those. So I, um, my first Xbox was a 360. So, the, so I was purely PlayStation and PS1 and PS2. I got the 360 before I got the uh, PS3 because it came out first, obviously. Um, and was heavily 360. You talk to me about Call of Duty and and all of those games and and Pez Six and stuff like that. All of those games that genre, uh, that time zone, Fight Night, uh, Round Three, um, all the other big games in that time zone were all played on the Xbox 360. The PS3 came out a bit later, and slowly my social base transitioned to the PS3. So I transitioned to the PS3, and also the fact that I've had like four Xboxes, Red Ring of Death for me, and that kind of helped as well, pushed me to PlayStation. So I finished out that generation on PS3. And the PS4, obviously, the marketing campaign and the build-up to the Xbox One um, was was horrendous, uh, and the PS4 nailed that marketing campaign. So I went to PlayStation then. I do have an Xbox One S, so it was it was my secondary console in in power um, and choice as well. Um, and it will probably be the same thing for this generation until something comes out that, that gives me a need to go back to Xbox in that sense. Not that I'm um, not an Xbox user. I can just, most of the stuff that I play is is cross-platform anyway. So it, like, and the first part exclusives, I feel are better on PlayStation than they are on Xbox or have been. If that changes and Xbox, I mean, obviously $7.5 billion say that they're confident that that will change. Um, if Xbox start deliver, uh, start to deliver new own brand exclusives, then maybe the, the, the shift changes then. And maybe I go, okay, I need a Series X so I can fully enjoy. Maybe not Doom, maybe not... Uh, uh, fallout or, or or those kind of games but maybe they have a new ip from bethesda or arcane or who else that is absolutely world class their version mm. of of uncharted or the last of us that's when i need my uh, series x so i can play it in full spec that's when i'll look back and jump over um <clears throat> i always had both consoles also as pirate uh, yes yeah, i actually play my pc quite a bit over the last few weeks all hail the pc master race i kid i am playing my pc a lot but all about yeah. the games of course um i remember after the PS2 and the release of the PS3, Sony got a cock and it backfired. Thankfully, Sony redeemed themselves in the end. I think it was a bit of both. I mean, one thing that Sony hasn't done is shot themselves in the foot. Um, they've not necessarily... Yet. Yeah, yet. Uh, they've not necessarily gone out and changed something for the better, but that's the rocking the boat. Microsoft rocked the boat and arguably did the right rocking just seven years too soon. So the, the conversation of absolutely butchering the marketing of the Xbox One always online and this, that, and the other, and being able to watch media and stuff through it. What the fuck? Why do I want TV? TV, 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 TV. Yeah, we know we, you can get the TV on your Xbox. We want to play the fucking games. What are the games? Um, that just ruined it. Whereas now I watch uh, yeah. Twitch on my TV, which I watch through my Xbox. I don't play games on my Xbox, and my Xbox is always connected to the internet. And most of the games that I play are digital. So, so that's pretty much what Xbox was pushing me towards. They just got there too soon. Um, whereas, so yeah, yeah PlayStation way ahead of the curve. Yeah, exactly. But just far, too, far, far, far too soon. For sure. Unfortunately for them. For sure. Um, PlayStation just didn't do that. Xbox tried to go, okay, this is how we are evolving for you. 
for the better of everyone, mm-hmm. but just confuse the fuck out of people. Um, and that PlayStation just haven't done that. They've just gone, ah, okay, well, let's just just keep making games. What should we do? Should we? Yeah. Should, should we make a new God of War? Yeah. Should we make a new Horizon? Yeah. You are. Do you think that Xbox cha- uh, PlayStation changed their marketing when they realized what the Xbox was going for? So I, I, I don't know the exact time frame, so I could be way, way off here. But Xbox coming out and saying, oh, everything about TV, TV, TV. You can watch TV. You can do everything that you want to do on TV on your Xbox. Then PlayStation going, do you know what? This is going to be for the players. We're going to go. We're going to try and directly go for the hardcore gamer base, and we're going to say this: if you want to play games at the highest level, and this is this is this console is for you. This is for the gamers and only gamers. None of that TV shit. But you can watch Sky Go and everything, and Twitch and YouTube and all that other stuff. But we won't talk about that. But this is for the gamers. Do you reckon that they kind of changed their approach after hearing what Xbox was doing? Again, PlayStation could have come out first with this, um, and I've just got my timeline completely wrong. But if if you're looking at the competition. Like the, the the game sharing thing, where they just pass the uh, game case over, that is phenomenal reactionary content um, and marketing prowess at its absolute best. But yeah, I, I don't know how that would have worked. But I've just seen a raid coming through from Farry and Drake. You absolute shagger! Thank you very much. I'm, I may have been quietly dancing all the way while you were talking. It's fine. It's okay. Thank you very much for the raid, Mr. Thurry and Drake and Posse. How are we all doing? I hope you've had fun over on Mr. Thurry and Drake's stream. Welcome in. Uh, my name is Graham. This is Bibby and we are Ice Cream Uploads, delivering you the scoop. This is our video game podcast that we do at 10 a.m.-ish UK time uh, each and every single day. Um, every weekday, anyway. Um, so, obviously, it's probably late for a lot of you guys. It's still fairly early in the day for us. So, welcome in. Grab yourself a seat. Grab yourself a brew. If it's late, maybe you want to grab yourself a decaf. None of that full caffeine because you won't be going to sleep uh but welcome in yeah. welcome in as pirate redeems disco lights okay let me, let me fix that for you disco lights it's, 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 it's nice um yeah no to answer your question playstation absolutely changed their marketing campaign whether they did it entirely i mean for the players was all was already something that was that was baked in um because there was there was huge like budget advertisements with the father player stuff that the, the scenes of people walking down the street and different um uh, video game characters and, mm. and um like easter egg mentions and things like that excuse me excuse me um so yeah that was definitely on the table but i think the meaning of father players probably probably changed as a result of where playstation uh, where xbox positioned themselves they put themselves as as the center of the home, not the box in the living room. Um, it's almost like yeah. what Amazon wants their Echo Dot devices to be. That's what Xbox was trying to be. Maybe not to that extent, but that's kind of the, the idea. Whereas PlayStation was like, okay, people are kind of kicking back at this. Um, and and they're not really loving the idea that it's all about the games. So let's just make suddenly... I mean, we were for the players. Now, for the players, what do the players want? They want the games. Okay, that's kind of the same message. We will lean heavily into that. So mm-hmm. so off the back of that conference, Microsoft's conference at E3 is usually first, and then PlayStation is usually like kind of last on, on day one. Um, so what happened was Microsoft came out and said, here's our TV, 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 TV console, and it's going to cost you, boom, price. And PlayStation went... Okay, here's lots of games, and our price is cheaper. Boom! So they just, like, within the space of a few hours, changed yeah. a couple of key elements and then leaned into that fully. And and they didn't yeah. even need to lean into it too much because Microsoft shot themselves in the foot so hard that, um, you, well, you know what it's like with games press. As soon as something mm-hmm. starts to cause a controversy, 
it just goes. It feeds itself. And the next two, three weeks um, of media content following that E3 announcement was just was just pitching on, on Xbox, ripping it apart. Because it started out about, it's all about TV. Where are the games? There's no major game announcements. It costs more money than the PlayStation. Why is it, why is it costing so much more? It talks about so much power, but what does the power even matter if you've not even got the games for it? Digital rights management, so I can buy a game but can't even sell it to a friend because you know I'm paying for a digital and it's just it just went on and on and playstation just sat back and threw out a few little bits when it looked like the fire was starting to drop off let's just have a little video of shuhei yashida passing a disc to someone 20 to 30 seconds the most low budget video you have ever seen huge we're talking about it now uh like a full generation later so playstation absolutely nailed it um but it was more a case of yeah xbox just had an open invitation would you like to nail the narrative playstation like <laughs> yeah, all right then do i even need to do anything not really we'll we'll do everything yeah. for you you just 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 say okay <laughs> okay <laughs> boom that's it you win um and playstation have been careful to not do that so when it's more a case of they haven't upset the apple cart they've just gone okay we're, we're still in the lead yep uh we don't really have many consoles yeah 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 uh, do we mention that just don't mention anything just just keep slowly putting the consoles out okay <laughs> And that's it. That's just all PlayStation's plan has been so far. Um, I can't even tell you what the tagline is for the PS5. Because um, last the, it was for the players for the PS4. I know the, there is one for the five PS5. Five gamers. <laughs> five head, yeah. I mean, to be fair, that would be a five head player. Just, just keep it quiet. Um, but yeah, I can't even tell you what their play, what the tagline is. And I don't think that's because it wasn't any good. I think it's just a case of they've been quite quiet and just, just had the seat at the table and thought, fuck it, let's just keep on eating. We don't need to do anything. Um, okay, let me jump back through so we can we can move ahead. Um, once again, uh, Thary and Drake, Mr. Thary and Drake. Uh, I don't know why I always add the Mr. It's just burnt into my brain now, so you will always be Mr. Thary and Drake. Thank you very much for the rating, dude. Appreciate it. Hope you're well. Um, uh, okay. Lots of comments today. I actually put, and I've done that one. As home entertainment systems have become more alike, having exclusive games becomes the only way to differentiate between them. Uh, a Commodore 64 version was very, very different from the Spectrum, for example. There's not really that kind of noticeable difference between Xbox and PlayStation. No, I agree. That's what I. People ask me what's better, the PlayStation or the Xbox. I'm just like, not the, whatever. If you, if you want arbitrary numbers then fine probably the xbox but yeah. what what's better for me like last generation was the ps4 not because the console was better but because the console exclusives were better in my opinion um so that meant that the only differentiators were the exclusives and playstation are better ones therefore playstation is better um i would say the same again for playstation so far not that they're here but we know that there is a God of War Ragnarok. We know that there, there is Horizon Forbidden West um, and obviously uh, potentially remasters for the next gen for The Last of Us and things like that. So we know they are there. So at this point in time, PlayStation's exclusives are still better because Xbox is still to launch their catalogs. So f yeah, that's the difference. Just the exclusives. That's the difference in, in, in one and the other. Other than that, there's not really any difference. If you're playing PlayStation, play PlayStation. Play an Xbox, play an Xbox. Job's good. I remember after the PS2 and they released the PS3, Sony got cocky. Oh no, we've done that bit already. Um, Game Pass to Sony slash Nintendo as per the model along uh, the Amazon Prime Netflix lines, all inclusive. I mean, that would be interesting. Game Pass hitting Sony and Nintendo would mean that Microsoft are almost 
giving up on the hardware market. But Microsoft, Microsoft excel in the market, uh, the hardware market, and they are currently behind in the software market. So that would be an interesting, interesting one. I'm, I'm not sure I could see on Sony. I don't know. Maybe, maybe the world's the world's changing a lot. So maybe Xbox Series S we're still uh, we're still in stock. at game about 20 minutes ago. The PS5 about is out of stock on Amazon now. Uh, my bad. <laughs> Uh, whatever way Xbox go with uh, this Bethesda deal, they win really. If it's exclusive, physical, and Game Pass uh, forces people um, into uh, to buy into their ecosystem. It's free with Game Pass uh, and seventy pound on PS Five. They've got the software sales. If it's timed exclusive, they get sales with the Xbox release and then with the PS Five release. Two launches, more money, all win for them. One hundred percent for sure, for sure. Uh, can't disagree with what Graham said. Xbox positioned themselves as a living room entertainment hub and forgot it was a console. Uh, they never seem to understand this for the whole of uh, the lifespan of the one. The fact Microsoft are now snapping up studios give me the hope they've learned their lesson. I mean, they've been snapping up studios for about four years now, maybe even longer. Um, like they have, is it like almost twice as many as PlayStation or something along those lines? Anyway, they have more than PlayStation has now um, in uh, the PlayStation Studios catalog. They just, for the level of games we could be looking at two to three years before we start to see a consistent stream because major games can take four, five, six, seven years to build. So if they only started picking it up four years ago and then they had to start the, uh, the groundwork and we haven't heard anything yet, um, I think Microsoft will smash it when it comes to those exclusives. We just aren't there yet. Um, ironically, the Xbox HDMI pass-through couldn't handle most modern HD content. <laughs> Banter! Uh, Sony messed up uh, big time with the launch of the PS3. So many fan-made documentaries made about it. Pricing was far too high for stars. I think it was a case of hardware, wasn't it? They struggled to um, get hardware in it, like the the, the Blu-ray, uh, yeah, Blu-ray player and and that stuff. That's why they started stripping things out, taking out the ability for backwards compatibility and memory card slots and things like that to keep the pricing down. Um, I used the pass through, but it ended up downscaling my signal. I mean, that's what you, that's what you want for your TV, 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 TV console. Um, hey, hope you're all doing great, says Mr. Thierry Drake. Apologies for only just getting to your comments. Appreciate it though. Um, hi, Gary Clark and I uh, were at that E3 both conferences when Microsoft messed up with their Xbox One messaging, and Sony responded with a piss take on how to share the games. They didn't have to do anything really. Microsoft made it easy for them, for sure, for sure. I could say. Would you like to win the generation? Yes. Okay. <laughs> nice. Um, uh, Magic Man, uh, the passing over the Game Box advert was class. It was. It was. If anyone wants to link it for those that haven't seen it, feel free. If not, don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Um, that was mental being in the Sony conference. It was crazy. Like some sort of sporting event. People were losing their shit. To be fair, it was like that in the Bethesda conference at E3, not last year, the year before, um, where people were saying that people thought the crowd were paid to be there uh, because it was so hyped when they were talking about yeah. fixing Fallout and uh, Fallout 76 and, and stuff like that. It was, I was in there, me and Jamie were sat there going, fucking, these people are hyped. <laughs> uh, I was one of the people at the front shouting and screaming. I got paid an absolute wedge to be there. It was, it was lovely. It was lovely. I didn't, by the way. <laughs> I didn't, I didn't, by the way. <laughs> or did I? Uh, so my favorite list on YouTube. Hey. More people than, than usual at City's Ground. What? <laughs> what? Uh, oh, more people than usually at City's Ground. There we go. There we go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shots fired. Um, I love that I just caught Bibby trying to hold in a yawn. What, like? No, he didn't. Lies. <laughs> Lies and deceit. Uh, okay. Rolling down. Roll. Play has its limits. <laughs> 
exactly, exactly. Uh, the tagline for the PS5 is "Good luck fucking getting one," <laughs> says Gary Clark. <laughs> uh, Magic Man PS5 for the boardroom and shareholders. <laughs> and there you go. PS5 play has no limits. That's the one. Yeah, that's the one. Um, I think play has its limits, as Arms as Arm says. Uh, yeah, I mean that's the thing. It's, it's 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 not a bad tagline, but you kind of don't really. It's not really everywhere, and I wonder if that's because they they know that people can't get on it, and and they don't want to. So they're just kind of letting everything normalize. At the moment, they put out a console; it's gonna sell. Why do we bother marketing? When you market, you're gonna increase demand. If you increase demand without the supply, you're gonna increase frustration. You're gonna increase brand negativity. So they're just yeah sitting all off it at the moment. Um, I don't like the system on Xbox, says RL Trader. Um, really? Why is that? I mean, I don't like the system on on either of them, really. The PlayStation 5, we were talking yesterday, is so frustrating. Frustrating. Um, it's, it's not a case of... It's not like last generation but improved. It's like last generation but just... just They've just hidden bits. <laughs> Why? I don't yeah. know. They just did. They just did. Um, Bethesda doesn't get me hard anymore. Last Fallout... Uh, uh, felt outdated i mean last fallout was was a bit of a disaster i i heavily mm-hmm. um would be behind the next fallout as a result of that i don't think bethesda have ever had that before bethesda and fallout particularly for bethesda <clears throat> has always been a fan favorite fans of fallout games have always high-fived and rejoiced because they've been looked after. They haven't been exploited. They haven't been given shit games. This is great. This is wonderful. Yeah, there may have been some stuff that needed to be tweaked and fixed, but yeah, but then Fallout 76 was just was just a bad, bad time. I heavily doubt the next Bethesda game does that. I think that uh, the next Fallout game does that. I think the next Fallout game hits it out of the park. If it doesn't, well, well, you've just done fucked up, but I would be surprised if yeah. they don't. Um, we don't know how long that... Fallout seventy six is gonna be a main Fallout game for like I I, I have I personally I mean f- feel free for anyone in the chat to correct me but I haven't heard any whispers about a new Fallout game so if this is the live service game that we're gonna see for Fallout for like the next two or three years it's gonna be interesting to see where the direction of Fallout goes after that because um, surely they're not just gonna I mean they will still be working on Fallout seventy six because it's live so it'll go on for as long as people want still want to play it for. The way it started off, I didn't think it was going to last that long. I thought it would have been shit canned and they would have quickly moved on to making a Fallout game to try and bring people back into the franchise. But from what I've seen so far, it seems to, since the Wastelanders update, it's gone on to bigger and better things and it's actually worth playing at this moment in time. Um, so, yeah, I'm interested to see whether a, a new Fallout game could kind of come from, especially if it's going to be like a single player experience, because that's what I've always deemed it to be. Like, Fallout for me has always been a single player experience where you enjoy that kind of thing. It's like <laughs> having an Elder Scrolls game in two player. I didn't think it'd work until they brought an MMO version of it, but it has. So does that mean that the new Elder Scrolls, you could potentially do it co-op with someone? Because I think that would be pretty cool. Um, but as long as they make it so that you can play it as one player as well. So all these different Bethesda-ish games that have moved on from being solely a single player experience to being an MMO-like experience, it's interesting to see what the next installment of those games are going to be like. Um, <clears throat> you mentioned Wastelanders then. I think that that is kind of... Uh, sip, sip towards the mic. I'm, I sat back because I was chuckling at Tito's comment. Then. Do you know what? I'm going to read it now. Uh, Bethesda ruined my relationship. I was obsessed. All I would talk about was their games. My girlfriend left me because of it. What a stupid thing to fall out for. <laughs> Jesus Christ. 
GG, GG. It, it caught me off guard. If you heard a chuckle a minute ago, that was me getting caught off guard by that. Um, anyway, the Wastelanders update. GG's to Bethesda for that, to be fair. Because um, we were naturally going in on Bethesda when Fallout came out and it wasn't great. And then... Um, Everything was being delayed left, right, and center. And then um, they announced Wastelanders, and then Wastelanders got delayed at the same time. Uh, the Wasteland update got delayed at the same time as as Doom got delayed. And it was just like, fuck yeah. But the Wasteland update has been received really, really well. And mm -hmm. f before that, go back to the E3 conference where people were, uh, were losing their shit in it. Um, it takes a lot for a company of that size to fully take one on the chin. Quite often, they'll release a shit game, and rather than going, oh, we fucked up, they'll go, hey, everyone, forget the shit game, because we've got a brilliant thing that's amazing. Why is it amazing? Because it fixes the shit game. No, it's amazing. Let's just focus on the amazing bit. Whereas they was like, yeah, do you know what? Genuinely, we did fuck up with Fallout. It wasn't good enough. The Wasteland update absolutely listens to everything you said you've got npcs you've got all of the other stuff that you want in the game that you've been requesting for and we're not just throwing in as look new additions it's a case of it's new additions but it should have been there and we acknowledge that so fair play to bethesda for that so i i genuinely i mean i'm i'm uh, not a fallout person but i sat there in that i was like okay i appreciate this because you're speaking to people like people and you're saying you're gonna right the wrongs that you've done um, you're not just giving us extra content out of the good of your heart. It's, you've fucked up and you fixed it. So, so GG's. Um, uh, are we still on the first news story? We are still on the way. first news story, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, Jesus. David, <laughs> David says, play has no limits except one per customer. <laughs> That's if you can if you can get that. There you go, Gary. Uh, Mr. T should have says, play has no limits apart from scalpers. Yeah, they have no limits. God damn it. Anyway, so let's put a pin in that, which we've been trying to... Uh, Fumble the pin for a few minutes, not like that, Easy Tiger. Um, so Bethesda's acquisition, uh, Microsoft's acquisition of Bethesda has been accepted by uh, EU. Um, so the European Commission, basically the ones that are in charge, making sure that there is no market fixing, no um, antitrust, as the American government calls it, basically monopoly and competition laws to make sure that it's all above board and it's all fine. They have approved the purchase. So Microsoft... Everyone kind of expected it anyway, but now we have confirmation. Microsoft will be picking up uh, Bethesda and all their brands, and we'll see how that develops. Anyway, let's move forward. We'll start to pick up the pace as we go through these uh, next articles. And this one is one that we did touch on last week. Um, uh, I think it was when Jordan was on the show. Basically, Marvel Avengers um, has slowed down the XP grind, meaning that you have to grind the game for a lot longer. We all agreed it was a bit shit. Add new content to the game. Don't just stretch out a content uh, a game to fill out gaps of content. Anyway, we have a response to that. Oh, no, that's the Discussing Now bit. Let's get that back up the screen. We have a response to that. Yeah. Um, as Tom Phillips at Yuri Gamer says, Marvel's Avengers developer seeks to better explain why it's increasing XP grind. Quote, we caused confusion, we get it. So Crystal Dynamics has issued a further statement on its upcoming Marvel's Avengers XP changes that will soon increase the game's later uh, leveling grind. The developer also admitted its initial explanation was not comprehensive enough and had caused confusion. The XP changes were originally detailed last week in a blog post on the Marvel's Avengers website, along with a warning that any player who wanted to avoid the lengthier grind had until 18th of March, uh, the day the, these changes hit, to level up characters characters first quote while it's tempting 
seem to read the increased grind as a cynical attempt at keeping players embroiled in the Avengers live service game for longer. Our reporter Matt Wales summarised last week, Crystal Dynamic insists the goal is to fix pacing issues with the existing levelling system, arguing uh, the speed the game currently awards skill points may be confusing and overwhelming to new players. Now, in uh, it, in acknowledgement, it's in its own statement, uh, nah, let's start again. Let me, now, in there we go. Now, in acknowledgement, its own statement. Okay. Now, in acknowledgement, its own statement was confusing to fans. I still don't feel that's right. But a new statement from Crystal Dynamics has been posted to the game's official Reddit. Quote. We wanted to offer more clarification and details on the recently announced XP change. We did not change XP to increase grind for grind's sake, uh, an account attributed to Crystal Dynamics wrote. Our initial blog was not comprehensive enough to convey what we were doing and why, so we caused confusion. We get it. The problem we were seeing and hearing was that you would immediately get more skill points than you had time to review, apply, and get used to before embarking on your next mission and gaining your next few levels. Hopefully, you can see the issue here. We want people to level up. In fact, we really want to see more people level up more heroes as playing as the full Avenger roster should be the most thing you can, uh, most fun thing you can do. But we don't want the leveling up experience to be too overwhelming or diminish exploring each skill purchase. After the XP changes are applied, players are designed to level up every two to four missions when at higher levels um, as opposed to once or twice per mission currently. At the same time, lower levels will be acquired a little faster. Overall, the changes will likely ar add around three to five hours to reach the maximum level uh, per character, Crystal Dynamics concluded. Initial fan reaction to the changes does not appear to have been altered by this latest explanation, with the most common complaint being that the game's main issue is not a leveling problem, but a lack of content to level through. Overall, the game... Actually, you know what? We'll leave it there. We'll leave it there. So, the, the the logic behind the grind makes sense. Makes sense. They basically spam a load of shit at you. You don't get time to use it, and that's the reason why they're, uh, they're, they're making it so that you have to grind to level up. So, you get to use second gear before they give you third gear. You get mm. to use third gear before you go up to fourth. Kind of makes sense. Kind of makes sense. But when the issue is that the game doesn't have enough content and a shitload of people have already hit fifth and sixth gear and can't go any further, taking longer to get there is still not the problem that, that needs addressing. Anyway, Bib, what are your thoughts? Yeah, I mean, it's <laughs> it, there's a, a line in there that it basically it's an all-encompassing argument after the <clears throat> where is it again uh, initial fan reactions to the changes does not appear to have been altered by this latest explanation with the most common complaint being that the game's main issue is not a leveling problem it's a lack of content to level through if they're adding five three to five hours worth of content uh, sorry three to five hours worth of stuff that they have to go through to level up but there's not the content there people aren't going to do it unless they are absolutely hardcore marvel's avengers fans um, they're probably not going to want to level every single character up to absolute max, especially on top of uh, the content that they've not got. Like you, you play a game for as long. Uh, well, one, you're enjoying it, and two, there's a content there to be able to go through. If it's uh, if one of the one of those two things fail, then people are just going to leave the game and they'll wait potentially for a new update to come back before they end up coming back into the game again, or they'll just forget about it and move on to the next game. It's I feel like they tried to change this up so much in a... When did this game come out? I want to say a short amount of time, but I don't think it is. I think is It It was like 14 months ago, maybe? I think it was Marvel's about 12 Avengers. months ago, March, April last year. 
Um, was twenty? Is that August twenty twenty? Was it August? Okay, maybe. Because um, I think it wow, actually, I thought I, I think it, thought it was like a year ago, but it's not. I think it was supposed to actually come out early last year, so maybe March April was when it was supposed to come out, but then it got delayed. Uh, due to COVID and things like that, because it was one of the games that had delays. Um, but Madge says anyway in the chat, apparently leveling is confusing for players. More bollocks excuse to shift away from the lack of content. Mm. I mean, that's what it is for me. I agree. That's what it is for me, so, which is a shame, um, because the game in itself has some really, really good bits, some really charming elements to it. Um, I don't I don't feel the need to, to make people play it for five hours per character. Excuse me, how long is that? Is that like an extra 25, 30 hours of gameplay if you want to get everyone max leveled? Great, an extra 25 to 30 hours of still not going anywhere. You're not, you're not, mm -hmm. you're not fixing the main issues. Yeah, maybe they're picking off the low-hanging fruit, the problems that are easy to solve. But it's not it's not even low-hanging fruit, it's distracting fruit. And arguably, different teams are working on different things, no doubt. But you're messaging, you're outward messaging. You're putting, you're showing that as a priority, which people don't want to see that as a priority. Hey, this game you say has got no content. Absolutely spend more time playing it, but it's absolutely not to fix the content issue. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's really not. Yeah, but I don't care if it is. No, it genuinely is not an issue. It's not, that's not like to, to distract from that. I don't care if it is or isn't. It looks like it. And um, you're, the impression that you give off is is the reality if the reality is the fact that, that that's irrelevant that doesn't matter the impression that i get is my reality and that's the thing most people that are reading this content online that is the reality for them that there is not enough content and you are putting your focus on the wrong bits so that it's probably yeah. not what it is but that's if people pick that up and take that as their reality then that's that is what it is even though it isn't it is what it is so yeah anyway let's move ahead marvel avengers not going to be the game that you want anytime yeah. soon, but you can get a shitload more time playing it if you want. Nice, Philly Boots, nice. Um, this doesn't increase the potential player base, but push away those teetering ongoing. Exactly. It's like I'm now being penalized, so I have to sink more hours into the grind. And that's, that's mm. the difference. There's putting hours into a game that you enjoy, but grind, even in the games that you enjoy, grind is is something that's, what's the word, subjective. Some people don't mind a bit of grind. Some people will go through grind but don't enjoy it. Quite a lot of people will go through grind because it's par for the course kind of thing. Eh? Uh, but grind is not something to be celebrated. Grind is is the necessary evil. That's the eggs being cracked for the omelette at the end. And if you make the grind longer, then you're just making it worse. So people that are teetering on the edge mm -hmm. that are thinking about jumping in are just like, okay, well, now I'm worse off than I was before. That is a huge barrier for a lot of people. Why, why would I look at something now when the value proposition for me has just got worse? 30 hours worse. Now you're all right. In 30 hours, I can play through the, the entirety of The Last of Us. Okay, Boom, there you go, never mind. Um, uh, weirdly, I still want to play this game, says Gary. <laughs> um, I, stupidly maybe, says Asim, uh, paid £20 for the PS4 version in waiting for the free PS5 update coming this month. This is not good news. Play it now. You've got you've got nine days to do it before your value proposition gets shot all over. Um, it's looking iffy on this, uh, Asim Tanvi. I hope it comes for everyone who paid uh yeah 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 we'll 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 see i mean it, it's i have it and like i say i've played it um and we were gifted a copy of the game by square uh to stream the game at launch which we did just 
we didn't get past the uh, intro bit, which is probably good because I really enjoyed the time I had with it and I didn't have to go through any of the grind stuff. So for me, what I played was content filled and it was exceptional. And that's where the, that's where the problem is. The game is good. It has some good bits. It's really good when you're going through that bit. I mean, uh, Mr. T even joined me in the stream telling me like he'd played mm-hmm. certain parts of it and so on. And, and it was a really good experience. But I didn't get past the two hours and I kind of don't want to. <laughs> Not now. Yeah. Uh, um, anyway, next story. Um, we'll fly through this, and then we've got a bit of a, a meme story to finish with. Um, Global esports game streaming markets to reach $3.5 billion by 2025. Um, so uh, that's from Juniper, and the research firm projects fields to grow uh, from projected 2021 uh, total of $2.1 billion. Asia-Pacific Asia region will account for a half of viewers. So a new report from Juniper Research, uh, Juniper Research projects that esports and game streaming worldwide revenues will rise 70% over the next four years. The research firm is projecting those segments of the industry will bring in $2.1 billion this year, growing to $3.5 billion in 2025. Those figures include advertising and subscription revenues of live streaming platforms like Twitch and Facebook Gaming, as well as esports broadcasting rights, live event uh, ticket sales, lol uh, and sponsorship yeah. deals the audience for esports and game streaming won't grow quite at the same rate according to juniper it believes 2021 will see 800 million people watching esports uh, and game streaming content with that number growing to 1 billion in 2025 compared to the project, uh, projected revenue increases that's a smaller 25 percent growth in audience over the four years but juniper says it will still amount to one out of every nine people on the planet as for where the business will come from juniper believes the asia pacific region will account for more than half of the audience but a smaller portion of dollar sales. The three largest markets on a revenue basis are projected to be North America, Far East slash China, and Western Europe. Basically anywhere that's not the UK. <laughs> as always. I mean, do we, do, we, do we still class as Western Europe these days? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> um, but yes, uh, global esports is on the rise. It will be massive. I mean, it already is big. Streaming mm-hmm. as well. Um, if, if streaming revenues are going to increase by 70% over the next four years, then then we, we need to find 70% more subscribers. God, God damn it. <laughs> if we have to. <laughs> uh, but yeah. It, I definitely think the last 12 months has, has helped with these numbers because people have... People have potentially been looking for something else to get into. And I know a lot of people, uh, a lot of people who've ended up following this channel um, probably wouldn't have even known what Twitch was 12 months ago. If they did, they, it, listening to a talk show like this probably wasn't their bag. But as you've been looking for things to do or in lockdown, this might Twitch might have been something that you've fallen into. I know a lot of people have ended up streaming because... They just wanted other people to talk to. And that's that's why I love streaming more than anything, even if it's at maybe 10 o'clock at night and I've just been playing a game or whatever. And I think, you know what, I'll just, no one's online to talk to. I'll just flick the stream on and I know that I'm going to have a few people coming and we can have a chat and things like that. Just having that sort of kind of social, um, the social situation, shall we call it, um, is nice to be able to have. So, yeah, I think Twitch is obviously playing a part in esports becoming a bigger thing because don't forget we had a period last year where sports wasn't even happening so people was trying to find other ways to try and be entertained it may have been the e-premier league and uh, people looking at it may uh, have been the muscle moose invitational on twitch.tv yeah, it, forward slash ice cream could have, it could have been yeah so it's people looking at sky sports i mean having the e-premier league on sky sports opened probably a lot of 
people's eyes to what feet like competitive FIFA is because you're getting people who are representing their actual football clubs playing as their clubs inside the game against other people from like City v Liverpool, United v Chelsea, Arsenal versus Tottenham, those kind of games that people would probably be behind. And then it's been played out in a digital format. You had the F1 Grand Prix that was being played out on Sky Sports as well as CSGO being put on BBC prime time. So Esports is being opened up to a lot of other people and areas that they may not have been able to tap into before. So, which is always good news for us because it means that we might get some more money and not just in terms of Twitch. <laughs> I mean, in terms of being able to host events again, which I can't wait to be able to do. Yeah, yeah. Um, shout out to anyone that has actually joined as a result of COVID. I know that, that I don't know if he's still here. The one that instantly comes to mind was Gaga because he mentioned that he, he joined, um, was it was it your golf stream, your PGA 2K one? At the it was my PGA stream, yeah. Um, yeah. So we were obviously on the front page playing PGA 2K at launch and Gaga joined us in then and he's stuck around ever since. So shout out to uh, Lockdown for bringing in Love it. Uh, new members of the Posse. We appreciate having you all here. Whether you've been here since Lockdown before or even last week we appreciate having you all here cheers guys um but yes esports streaming content continues to grow and we will continue to grow with it so feel free to stick around if you're new here feel free to hit follow because we will bring you content at least five days a week uh probably multiple times a day as well as we go forward nice 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 anyway um we won't stick on that too much we could have a little bit of a chinwag about esports and where we think that will go but we will wrap things up we have one story left to finish off the show and this is interesting. This is interesting. I haven't read it yet, other than the title. So, so I will, I will, I will learn with you. But before we do, <laughs> let me let me read. Being daily is a huge deal. I he, I hear stuff way before anyone else on my sub YouTube channels, uh, and they've created new shows after the Scoot Lodge. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. Um, that's what it is. That's what it is. That's what it is. that's the difficult part, though, is the consistency. Uh, particularly, we have. Mm jobs around this as well so that's the reason why we, we can bring you the scoop but then we sometimes bring you afternoon content and sometimes bring you evening content because obviously you've got to get the balance of work and life yeah and and twitch uh so yeah um which is why we appreciate anyone that drops subs uh and bits like that because like as we mentioned many many times the subs help put money back into the channel uh more channel is more things like the loot drop and things like that which allows us to give it's back having things like that means more people come to the channel maybe more subs it kind of helps feed itself till it grows to the point where okay if it's making a nice tidy bit of money then maybe it gets more attention so we can bring you more content so it, it means a lot for anyone that does support that's that's how the cycle goes we we could just stream all, all day every day um but then we don't get paid at work and we lose our families <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so we, um. we'll get there eventually but over time over time um, anyway, okay, final news story. This is the interesting one uh, that was on about. Escaped prisoner caught by police after breaking quarantine for Call of Duty. This is written by Sean Murray at The Gamer. It says, a prison escapee in Britain was caught because he couldn't go without the new Call of Duty banter. Oh, this is amazing. Meet Clint Butler. Um, do you know what? I read that in the... Um, uh, the is it, is it what was it called? Guilty Conscience or Eminem song? Uh, these voices are yeah. here. And Meet Eddie. <laughs> Meet Clint Butler, age 36, a formerly escaped prison convict who's only. Re okay, um, I'll start again. Meet, <laughs> Meet Clint Butler, age 36, a formerly escaped convict who's only recently been returned to prison thanks to his undying love of the Call of Duty franchise. Butler wanted Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War so badly 
that he broke Britain's quarantine rules just to wander down uh, the store, only to be confronted by police officers before he got there. The whole confrontation was recently published by the West Midlands Police. Uh, Butler can be seen briefly speaking to constables Mark Owen and Alison Brown, providing a false name and telling them that he'd come to get the new Call of Duty because I can't sit around in lockdown. After being informed by Constable Owen that he'd broke the rules and was going to be searched, uh, Butler kicked Owen in the groin and tried to make a break for it. He might have gotten away with it, but it was a cold and icy day in Birmingham on, Jan on January the 13th when the confrontation took place. Butler slipped and fell uh, immediately after booting <laughs> Owen in the jubblies. He was then tackled by Brown and then pepper sprayed before finally being cuffed with the help of two nearby security guards. Uh, Butler had been serving a 17-year extended sentence at a HMP Springhill open prison in Buckinghamshire for armed robbery. He was due out in 2024, but instead escaped on November 28th, 2020. A warrant was then issued for his arrest. In addition to serving out the rest of his sentence, Butler had been jailed for an additional 13 months for escaping prison and another six months for assaulting an officer. Uh, quite why he, uh, quotes now, um, quite why he decided to risk being returned to prison by making the idiotic decision to come into town during lockdown with a friend to buy a video game will remain a bit of a mystery, noted Superintendent Nick Rowe in a statement. There's no mystery here. The dude just really wanted to play Call of Duty. The real mystery is why he didn't just download it like everyone else. But, uh... <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. Uh, uh... Bib, do you enjoy Call of Duty? <laughs> Not as much as this guy, clearly. <laughs> Would you go to prison for Call of Duty? That's, that is incredible. That is incredible. <laughs> what a comment, David. He's he's now in the gulag. <laughs> oh. like, what a fucking idiot, man. I mean, that's, just, that's straight out of a comedy sketch, that, and it booting a police officer in the bollocks and then to slip on ice 10 yards away. Like That is straight out of a Monty Python sketch or something like that. It's fantastic. I, for, I mean, not for the bloke who's just been kicked in the, kicked in the bollocks. That's that, that's a real kick in the nuts. But to see him fall over a bit further away, that is great. That is fantastic. <laughs> just watch the video. It was like instantaneous, like a, a swift sort of like donkey kick, and then instantly falls to the floor. Okay, so within the space of the next seven seconds, it's all going to go tits up. Oh, Mark tits down, as it was. Wait, oh, oh. <laughs> Wait for it, wait for it, wait for it. Donkey kick and slip. <laughs> it's literally the same. <laughs> that is fantastic. I hadn't seen the video, even though I've been <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's great. <laughs> Amazing. It was just like a... <laughs> You do realise when you kick someone, it looks like... you, need, you need to have a standing leg at the same time. <laughs> It's like he was going for a stone called Stunner. Wait for it. You just hear his phone slap on the floor, the floor as well. It's fantastic. Everything about it is great. I mean, rest in peace, that guy's bollocks. He'll just be feeling that for a few days, but that is fantastic oh, i didn't play it with audio just just in case of dmca but it's not music so let, okay let's have a listen to the phone slap as well one final time one final time you both saw us walking up here and you turn around and you've come walking around. <laughs> oh god, oh, god. <laughs> welcome 
To prison, Clint Butler, age 36. Enjoy Call of Duty. Oh, wait, you kept playing it. Unlucky mate. Unlucky mate. <laughs> oh, great. Uh, my day, that. Gary Clark. What a bell end, Tito. Uh, love these, uh, loves those prison showers. Slot the bastard doesn't quite have the same meaning, though. <laughs> he's going to be uh, on one of those world's dumbest criminal TV shows for years to come. I mean, he's just been on it. He's been on it. This is it. This is the ICU version of it. <laughs> what a plonker, says Bonsai. Uh, uh, his feet were like Danny Welbeck in the penalty area then. <laughs> so yeah, there you go. Moral of the story, if you're an escaped convict, uh, convict, well, there's many morals in the story. Pick one of them. The one that we will go with is digital downloads are there to stop you from going outside. Uh, the other one is if you are... Um, uh, Full, oh, full screen. <laughs> okay, let's, let's... Fine. If we have to watch the dude get slapped up again, we'll do it in full screen. <laughs> okay. We'll get the audio on. Uh, okay. I oh, know I have to click out to YouTube to watch it in full screen. Okay. Walking up here and you turn around. Okay. Full screen. Full screen. Everyone enjoy. This is the last time we watch this and we'll, we'll wrap up the show. So enjoy. Stone Cold Steve Austin. Psh! Did it, did it. <laughs> oh, it's great. And there we go. <laughs> okay, the real moral, moral of the story is absolutely, if you are going to stone cold stunner a police officer, make sure you remember your standing foot. The kick is not enough. You don't just drag him down with you. That's the actual moral. No, the moral of the story is don't be a dick. There you go. Uh, Ma Mary Todd, thank you for the follow. Uh, appreciate you being here. We are thank just you. about to wrap things up, though. It's like celebrity deathmatch. Let's see that again. <laughs> celebrity deathmatch. Um, anyway, thank you for joining us. Not only for the video games news, but also to see the absolute calamity that happened in the West Midlands as uh, Clint Butler or whatever his name was got absolutely done. Unlucky mate. Uh, but we are going to disappear. There will be no additional scoop during the day. Um, I, I said during the day because there's always the potential of an evening stream, although maybe not, maybe not. Um, but there will be no content today because we work on Tuesdays. Um, so we will be back tomorrow with the scoop. Uh, before we do come back tomorrow, though, Bib, is there anything you'd like to add? Mm -hmm. Yes, again, uh, thank you very much for joining us here today. Um, it's a <laughs> cracking show. I mean, we spent a, an entire hour talking about Bethesda, but well, so we're going to do... Um, but yeah, I appreciate every single one of you that I follow. If you do want to get involved with the show, very much like what Gary's been doing and Steel Bonsai and the rest of you shaggers that keep on putting our news articles in the area, in our Discord, you can do that as well if you want to be involved with the show. First of all, find us on social media. It's at Ice Cream World across all major social media platforms. If you want to do what the other guys are doing and find us on Discord, there is an area on there called The Scoop as well. All we need from you is a URL plus your thoughts and impressions. We will then give you our thoughts and impressions on the very next show, which we are what time tomorrow, Mr. Graham Day. Turn. A M ish 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 ish. Um, also, ish, shout ish. out to Mr. Number One Pirate who has absolutely just read my mind. So, I was looking at um, the other channels that we're on that we follow. So, boop, there you go. There's our channel. These are who we follow all down the side of the screen. And I saw Precision is live playing uh, Pez. And not only that, I thought, you know what, I'm going to type exclamation mark OP3. Uh, into the chat um, and I didn't need to because that's already happened Precision has guided the raid uh, Pirate has guided the raid should I say to Precision and uh, Mad just dropped the OP3 in so beautiful guys so if you want to get yourselves a few extra channel points um, feel free to um, 
uh, sticker along with the raid. When the raid goes over to precision, you get a few extra channel points which appear down there. I don't know if anyone is aware as well, by the way, this is a complete tangent, but but channel points, obviously you can do things like hi highlighting your messages, telling someone to sit up straight and things like that, but Twitch is adding more stuff uh, to channel points. So there are things like channel boosts. You may have seen on like some of the larger streamers out there have the ability for channel boosts. So people can spend their channel points to boost the channel, which means that if you spend your ICU channel points, your sprinkles on our channel to boost us, we get shown around the website a bit more, so we get more growth. So anyway, it... Things like following the raids are quite useful because you get more channel points, uh, which allows you to do more things like that. That's basically what I'm saying. Just a bit of awareness. It wasn't from a selfish point, although it is a little bit selfish. So yeah, give us all the channel points. Nice, nice, nice. We don't have the boost stuff yet, but we will do soon. Anyway, we are going <laughs> to disappear. We will drop the raid on Precision, and we will see you tomorrow at 10 a.m.-ish. Until then, have yourselves a fantastic day. And stay frosty. And stay frosty. Before we go, though, uh, Ed Sactamundo, thank you very much for the follow. Make sure you... Stay frosty.